welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Yana, and today we will be discussing the 11th house in astrology. So, of course, this bears repeating in my Astrology House series, which is almost done. <laughs> but again, I just want to express before we get into it that it really is important to note that all natal chart placements are interpreted by various astrologers differently. You know, we all ascribe to different house systems and traditions. So that's why so many astrologers might define different placements so differently or the same placement so differently. So I think it is really important to listen to different interpretations because you can see which best vibes with you and get a better well-rounded idea of what might be indicated for each placement in your chart and also um, how those interpretations can change from tradition to tradition. So that is something to keep in mind. And finally, obviously, the 11th house is only one area of your chart, and without considering all other placements alongside aspects, it can only represent a small piece of the wider vision that makes up you and your life. Okay, so, in astrology, the 11th house encompasses your friendships and soul tribes, your sense of belonging, idealism, personal freedom, autonomy, career, and 10th house outcomes, and your hopes, wishes, and dreams. It's natively ruled by Saturn, uh, traditionally, and Uranus, modern and the sign of Aquarius. Some keywords for the 11th house include, um, it's known as the house of friends or the house of friendship. Aquarius rules the 11th house, as do the planets Saturn and Uranus. It rules over large groups, friendships, teams, ideals, clubs, organizations, social groups, networking organizations, professional associations, and whatever our soul tribe is where we belong or feel that we belong eccentric, freedom-seeking, unique, authentic, humanity, social justice, dreaming for a better future, how we make a difference, how we grow and actualize our true selves, what we desire and what we want to achieve, and our drive to make it happen, our creative vision, our power of collective creation, adopted and stepchildren, and also foster children, um, and outcomes of our career and status, earned wealth, and philanthropy. And we'll go into each of those. Okay, so also known as the House of Friends or the House of Gains, the 11th house is the final succeedant house. There are four total alongside the 2nd, 5th, and 8th houses. And it's important to note that these succeedant houses are fixed points within the chart. They anchor our life's foundation in some way or another. The succeeding houses are where we turn our visionary ideas into manifested reality. So in the second house, we take our ideas and we turn them into income or possessions and build our self-worth and confidence. And in the fifth house, we can do this through creativity by making love or having sex um, or creating babies and becoming parents. And in the eighth house, we build our legacy and turn our income into influence or power. We transform ourselves through life cycles and gain through investments and inheritances or shared resources with our parents or deep long-term bonds, like in a marriage. Finally, in the 11th house, we manifest our visionary ideas by harnessing our deepest hopes, wishes, and dreams, and manifesting them through teamwork, collaboration, friendship, and technology, or by being innovative or progressive. The 11th house is also the third air house, alongside the third and seventh houses. So where the third house is all about communications and everyday practical connections, the seventh house deepens our connections by helping us build relationships through commitment, contracts, and other agreements with others. And finally, the eleventh house brings a grand visionary quality to the areas of community, group collaborations, 
our sense of belonging, diversity, inclusion, uniqueness, and idealistic views of friendship groups broadly. So similar to the third house, the 11th house is aligned with older siblings, uh, which it can rule over your fourth child. So that's like the eldest sibling for a child looking to, you know, someone that doesn't have kids yet. Um, or similarly, someone who just has siblings. Speed or progression, and anyone in our lives who we speak with, uh, both a sense of freedom and spontaneity. So these are not just acquaintances. These are your closest bonds, um, the closest friendship bonds that you might call up and spontaneously have a venting session with. That's where these type of friends might land. This is a place where we might liberate ourselves from responsibilities, enact shifts within our lives, actualize our hopes, wishes, and dreams, and recognize the authenticity and awesomeness of our own minds. And it, as a place of liberation, you have to think of the houses in order in terms of the phases we go through in our lives. So if the 10th house is career and public recognition and reputation and status, well, all of that can be exhausting. And the 11th house is a place where we kind of go to rest and enjoy the fruits of our labor. So the 11th house rules over collective efforts, especially those that evolve society or humanity, including revolutions, uprisings and revolts, or other social justice movements. It might also push some of us toward humanitarianism and philanthropy as well. It represents many social groups, including nonprofits, different clubs and societies, and people of like-minded uh, of like minds and like how we belong among those people or don't belong. Um, this is the point in your chart where you might find others who might bring you a sense of belonging and judgment-free acceptance. And because the 11th house follows the 10th house of career, it encompasses the outcomes and benefits we receive from our personal achievements and efforts, such as pension, savings, or even your rainy day fund, which allows you more freedom for enjoyment or to donate to important causes, to share with friends, or to be generous to others. This will also include any benefits we receive when we work toward goals to improve and evolve ourselves as people. The 11th house is the place where our destiny, sometimes referred to as hopes, wishes, and dreams, reside. So people can get very confused when they think of 11th house as the house of friendships or groups or how we belong or hopes, wishes, and dreams. And hopefully this gives you a better idea of what that means and how those fit together in terms of the energies of uh, Aquarius and like an airy house. So what do we desire and hope to achieve? Our creative vision and the actions we take towards to work towards our best selves live here in the 11th house. The creative spark of an idea which originates within a group context or amongst friends also happens here. And the 11th house is commonly again known as the house of friends. So specifically in the 11th house, we find our power through the collective, the group, and sometimes even the mob. It encompasses networking and professional groups and the activities we do within those. It includes how we move towards making change together and how we grow and realize our true selves. Through our friendships and group interactions, we increase the meaning in our lives and contribute to society in some way. After all, together we can accomplish a great deal and have fun both during and after our efforts. The 11th house will indicate what kind of friend we are and our approach to friendships broadly. How do we see our friends and how do they see us? What can we do and are willing to do for others will fall here in the 11th house. Perhaps we work towards a better society and take actions within society to make that a reality. 
we might selflessly help others or otherwise work in a more structured organization or group to do this. Otherwise, perhaps it's through rebellion or activism that we make a change. The 11th house also rules over your fourth child, stepchildren, foster children, and adopted children as well. Now, I'm not going to go into each sign or planet too deeply, as I always say, but here's a quick breakdown of what each sign and planet when the 11th house could indicate. So if you have Mars here, this placement can indicate a person whose drive and passion come from social networks and groups you belong to and causes you value. And there may be a desire to take charge here and be a leader of social groups or groups for specific causes and movements. Um, you might be the one your friends rely on a lot if you have Mars here in the 11th. If you have Venus in the 11th, the placement here indicates a person who's very attracted to originality or authenticity, eccentricity, and quirkiness, or someone who values the same social justice causes or issues that they do. Um, you might be attracted to misfits or outcasts, probably because you feel different too. Uh, friendliness also makes you very likable to others if you have Venus in the 11th. If you have Mercury in the 11th, this placement indicates a person who loves exchanging ideas and brainstorming with others, especially about unique solutions to big collective issues. Um, they're probably passionate about solving complex problems and creating innovative solutions, especially in groups or collaboration with others. If you have the moon in the 11th, this placement indicates a person who's very connected to causes, especially humanitarian, social justice, or environmental issues, or different groups that they might be a part of, or the collective as a whole. Um, they want to be around kindred spirits, and if they aren't, they might feel like they don't belong, um, because the 11th house is our sense of how we find belonging, and the moon is our sense of security and comfort. So if you combine those two together, you can make sense of it. Uh, the sense of belonging here with the moon is vital for security, otherwise you tend to feel isolated. Um, there needs to be a care not to intellectualize your emotions to the point of becoming detached from them, because the moon here in an air house will have a tendency to do such. Okay, if you have the sun in the 11th house, this placement indicates a person friendly, uh, someone who's friendly, free-thinking, extremely open-minded, uh, with a love for humanitarian efforts. And they'll probably shine even if they're amongst groups or organizations. They value originality, being unique, and they're interested in meeting all kinds of different people. There's a visionary quality here, and idealism, and hope for the future will be essential to these people. If you have Jupiter in the 11th, this placement indicates a person who has good fortune in friendships and groups with connections and a strong sense of justice and freedom. And there's a lot of optimism and big dreams here. If you have Saturn in the 11th, this placement brings a person who might feel bored, burdened, or introverted in their friendships and maybe prefers smaller groups. Um, there might be immense pride here in differentiating themselves from the crowd, so they might not want to be a part of the crowd. And there might be a fear of being left out, which causes these people to push others away. If you have Uranus in the 11th house, this placement indicates a person who's proud to be different, wary of ordinary things and people, mostly because you're idealistic, independent, freedom-seeking, and you might have a kind of mad scientist, genius, inventor energy. You're probably a little radical, you want to be different and stand out from the crowd, and you're a bit of a contrarian. Alright, if you have Neptune in the 11th house, 
Displacement can indicate a person who's compassionate, unconditional when it comes to love for their friends. And there's a need for boundaries with displacement because there's a large sense of spirituality in friendships and groups you belong to. There might be a little confusion uh, in friendships where like you don't know where their emotions and your emotions begin and end. Um, there is an attraction here as well to artsy and eccentric people. And finally, if you have Pluto in the 11th house, this placement brings a person who's very intense in friendships and groups, changeable in terms of their social life. They might have a lot of people who come in and out of their lives and form very deep bonds with them. They might also feel called to lead, but there needs to be some care taken when it comes to being too prideful. Um, and they also need to develop and express their inner child to relax this placement as it might feel heavy, burdened, or stressful until they do so. All right, if you have Aries in the 11th house, you're probably passionate and have very exciting friendships with lots of spontaneity. You might be ambitious to realize plans with friends or within social causes that are important to you. And it's important to work with friends or others who have similar goals to you to avoid conflict because Mars here can be a little aggressive. There may always be lots of new people coming into your life and it will be easy enough to make friends. However, there should be care taken to maintain the friendships you do have and boundaries made and respected by you and others. If you have Taurus in the 11th, the social network that you have will help you to meet your financial goals, build confidence and self-worth, and possibly receive many gifts from friends. You're probably a very reliable friend, but you might need to focus less on what friends can give you materialistically. Um, you probably experience a lot of sensuality and the material world through friends and friendships, which often last your entire lifetime. And this can indicate people who truly love and nurture those they care about, financial security and joy in old age and stable relationships. If you have Gemini in the 11th, these people have good humor, charming, they're charismatic and easily make lots of friends. But make sure to surround yourself with people who have your best interests at heart because these people really enjoy communicating with their friends and going on exciting adventures with them. And there's a need to avoid superficiality in relationships or over-intellectualizing the emotions here. Authentic and spontaneous self-expression and finding a soul tribe will bring much enjoyment and fulfillment here. If you have cancer in the 11th, these people may make personal connections with everyone, but especially their family. Perhaps the family are also close friends or friends that you have are your chosen family. But watch out for people who are trying to manipulate you and limit your time around them. Embrace the emotional depths here within friendships without judgment, and that will help you find peace and acceptance. Also, positive affirmations which empower or build confidence may help here if the family is not as supportive as they should have been. If you have Leo in the 11th, these people will love to be admired. They're the life of the party. They want to be loved. They're natural leaders. Uh, they may need to learn how to recognize the contributions of others and ask for help if and when they need it. There's a need to avoid superficiality or envy when it comes to friends and avoid friends who simply make you look good but don't have your best interest at heart. Finding true friends who respect, love, and allow you to shine in all your unique individuality will bring much fulfillment. And building self-confidence and self-respect will improve this area if difficulties tend to arise. If you have Virgo in the 11th, 
These people are loyal, helpful, cautious, hardworking, and practical friends, and they might waive the benefits of any relationships before entering them. However, they make really close friendships, and they might need to learn to relax and loosen up with friends as they tend to find flaws, focusing too much on being critical or seeking perfection within friendships. If the confidence is good and perfectionism can be worked on or released, then these people can be truly healing and helpful within their friends' lives. They are able to work through feelings of unworthiness when it comes to friendships and might need to find release for that to experience true joy here. So there is a need to cultivate realistic expectations, a practical approach to friendships, and a caring outlook through developing healthy routines and relationships and mindfulness. If you have Libra in the 11th, these people are charismatic, great at making friends, may put people on pedestals and not see them for who they truly are though. So um, while they may love working with others and dislike being alone, uh, they m might just find harmony or peace within friendships if that's not true. Um, and there needs to be balance within relationships, emotional, social, and professional ones and a discovery that all of humanity is beautifully perfect because of its imperfections and not in spite of them. If you have Scorpio in the 11th, these people are charming, introverted, intuitive, closed off or reserved, and they tend to be keep people at a distance. They may need to learn to allow themselves to share with others so they can get to know, um, so people can get to know them. So that said, these people are likely to be the best friends you will find establishing deep bonds for life with others. They might be difficult at first to form, um, but once they're really like solidified, those friendships will be satisfying and they'll also require a depth of honesty, humor, and trust in order to be truly fulfilling. And there might be a need here to deal with family issues or emotional blockages. If you have Sagittarius in the 11th, these people are optimistic, open-minded, welcoming, friendly, and freedom-loving in friendships. And they put others at ease, and they want to meet everyone. They're just very enthusiastic in friendships. They focus on humanitarian efforts to put their skills to good use, hopefully. Um, often, those surrounding these people are wise sages, teachers, benefactors, travelers, or open-minded visionaries who make up their social circle. Social circle. That said, Friends might exacerbate any issues here when a person has a tendency to overdo it or go too far. Um, so they need to like work on the areas that they might be overdoing it when it comes to hanging out with friends. A beautiful position, however, because uh, if you want to reconnect with the universe or do meditation, it can bring a lot of joy and manifestation in the future. If you have Capricorn in the 11th, these people are dependable responsible, hardworking, reserved, conservative, and possibly introverted. They might want to find out if people are reliable before they trust them. Um, they there is a need here to try not to get too caught up in pettiness or gossip and focus on the overall goal to feel motivated. Um, they will establish lasting friendships, but there's going to be a lot of trial and error here, and they need to find friends that are mature, patient, and serious. They may often have a small, close-knit circle of friends, but karmic friendships are common here, for better or worse. If you have Aquarius in the 11th, well, it's in its native house here, and these people are going to be friendly, free-spirited, justice-minded, and they probably dream to change the world for others and have a drive to achieve it. They love befriending misfits, outcasts, or quirky people, 
but they need to take time to truly listen and get to know these people because they might wish for society to see them for all their authentic quirkiness with friends who help along the way to connect with the universe and the desired outcomes. If you have Pisces in the 11th, finally, these people are accepting, compassionate, caring, sensitive, and self-sacrificing. However, they need to be careful not to let people take advantage of their generosity or good nature. Friendships might be confusing or unclear at times, and the task here is to find faith in others and spread unconditional love without too many expectations. If they do, then many soul friends and soulmates could just materialize for them. Um, however, they might experience difficulties at first where friendships begin and end often or are kept at an arm's length or lack in true connection and intimacy. And the need here is to, to dive deeply with a pure heart into friendships that feel good, free from fear or loss, and they'll find true fulfillment and lasting emotional bonds. So that is everything in the 11th house. I hope this gave you some clarity on everything that possibly could show up in your 11th house and what each placement could mean for you. And we're almost done with this house series. I have one more to do, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm ready to move on to something else, <laughs> but hopefully you found it helpful. Um, and if you want to learn more about uh, how to spiritually heal and transform your life using astrology and magic, then I would love it if you booked a call with me. I am working on a new program that I've done the first run of. I'm actually in the middle of it. So it won't be open for enrollment until probably mm, by the time this episode comes out, I want to say it'll be open for enrollment. So definitely book a call with me and we can discuss if you're a good fit. Um, if you're interested in spiritually healing, using your personal astrology and transforming your life using astrology and magic and all the good things. I would love to have you there. Anyway, it's called Embracing the Sacred Soul Blueprint. So if you're interested, definitely book a call with me and let's discuss. And if you feel called to support me, then I do have a Patreon. You just search for Astrology Witch Podcast on Patreon or I have it linked in the description as well. And I like to share new and full moon reports there for what the astrology has in store for the month, astrology at a glance, monthly breakdowns, and recommended magical workings. I also have lots of like um, witchcraft related and magical working related uh, content. And um, this year I've been working on zodiac path workings. So we're going to go all the way from Aries to Pisces and do path workings all the way through each of the astrological seasons so you'll have one of those for each of the zodiac signs by the end of the year beginning of next year through february so that'll be really cool i'm very excited about it and i hope you guys like them and i also already have um path workings for all of the sabbats so depending on what tier you get you'll get access to all those path workings it's i think the uh high priestess tier the 15 dollar one never remember like <laughs> where I've put what I have too much content but uh, each of the tiers gets a perk of some kind so you'll get like a sticker or a mug or a t-shirt or a hoodie if you're really high up on the tiers um, with my designs that I've done exclusively for patreon so if you feel called to do that the link will be in the description and if not um, you can also follow me on social media I am on Facebook the astrology the astrology which podcast and I always post transit information there as well. 
and um, daily and monthly uh, at a glance, full moon, new moon, little mini breakdowns. And then um, I also share different information about the planets and how they could impact you. And I also have a Facebook group too called the Astrology Witches, which uh, I think is really fun because we can get together and talk about transits and how they're showing up in our real lives on the day to day. Uh, and I'm on Instagram at Astrology Witch Podcast or Twitter at Astro W Podcast, where I also share transits and other information. So feel free to follow me there, shoot me a message, or shoot me an email, theastrologywitch89 at gmail. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the episodes. I definitely reply um, if I can. So, uh, and if you decide you don't want to do that, that's totally cool too, because you're listening to the episodes and I really appreciate that all on its own. So thank you so much and I hope to see you next time. Thank you.